welcome to episode 127 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And of course, we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us basically everywhere. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram, at tdrexplorer, on facebook.com, com slash TDR Explorer on YouTube, on Pinterest, basically everywhere under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photographs at the park and I've been writing It's a Small World, which is amazing. Um, and <laughs> um, uh, joining me as always is the charismatic Chris. I am sitting here waving, but I just realized no one can see me waving. Oh my god, I do the same thing. <laughs> I, th- I think it was because uh, I, I was waving my arms off during the finale of Happiness is Here. Oh my god, Wh- my punky Wh- child did mm-hmm. not want to stay for Happiness is Here. We were at the parks today, and I'm yeah. like, let's watch Happiness is Here. And he's like... He's like, Sumana, it's boring. And he's like, Jubilation was better. I'm like, listen, you little punk. I want to watch the parade. He's like, I promised my friends I was meeting them at the park. So I had to leave early, like literally 20 minutes before the parade started. Oh, no. I know. I know. Uh, the things a mother does for their child. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. So how was the parade? Oh, it was good. It was really good. Um enjoyed it immensely um i could talk about that more in the in the parks portion because i have some fun stuff to share about that it's always awesome going for like the last time um Mm. because the the performers are giving it they're all because it's the last show and everybody's like kind of like cheering the performers on and it's it's really like a lovely experience yeah it's definitely one of those only in japan experiences i feel I don't know if any other park would feel that way. Maybe Paris? I don't know. I don't know. I think in the States, especially probably in California, people like really, mm. you know, yeah. come out like to show their, their gratitude to the performers and stuff. I can see that being a California thing for sure because it's a very locals crowd. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that makes sense. All right. Um, really quick. One of your hosts. I'm one of your one the other host. One of the other. Oh, my goodness. I can't talk. Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. That's what I do. I I do stuff. Uh, You'll find me at the parks eating all the seasonal food at the park. And very soon, tomorrow, in fact, I'm going to be eating all the 35th anniversary food. So I'm currently fasting and just drinking water to get myself ready for that. You can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelge. And that's Explorer, N-I-L-G-H-E. Okay, before we get into our topics for today, really quick about our Patreon. I know we talk about every episode, but we're going to keep talking about it every episode. <laughs> big thank Give you to everyone. Your money. <laughs> <laughs> A big thank you to everybody who already contributes to Patreon. You help keep this show running, so we cannot thank you enough. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. Again, that's patreon.com slash TDR now. And we do offer some rewards depending on the level uh, that you pledge. If you pledge $2, which is 
practically, you know, what what is that? Like th- that's less than a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee is like what four dollars? Yeah, yeah. Something no, like there's that. no yeah. cup of coffee that costs two dollars anymore. No, unless it's really bad coffee, which you probably don't want to pay two dollars for. <laughs> but for the the price of a really bad coffee, two dollars a month, you can get access to early access to all our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. Like, how awesome is that? You get to hear our voices before it goes goes to everybody else. So that's pretty awesome. So if you'd like to do that, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And also remember, we're trying to hit our goal of $500 a month. If we hit that, we will do an extra 30-minute bonus episode that will go to everybody. Extra so if content, you, want- you guys. Extra content. Yeah, it's just it's just more of us talking. We know how much you all love that. <laughs> so so yeah, if you want to make that a reality, just head on over to Patreon. Are we getting closer? We're getting there, oh very gosh, slowly. You guys, you guys, come on, speed it up. We can do this. <laughs> so uh, what are we talking about today? What are we doing? There's actually some really cool news. It's it's not Disney though. Oh, the Universal oh, wait, Studios. Yeah, Derp, that was me that even that I talked about. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we so we have the news. Yeah, we got some pretty cool news. Then we're gonna do in the parks. And then we're gonna be talking about hotel dining. Oh, I forgot we were breaking down the topics. Yes. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> we're keeping both us out moving. of it. Okay, just so the listeners have a little background. Chris was at the parks all day in the sun. I've been sick for a week and we even postponed recording this because I was like hacking up my guts yesterday and we can finally like talk so we might be a little out of it today yeah so if you see my next video that's probably coming out on youtube within the next (laughs) few days and i look red that's because i was outside all day because the 35th anniversary goods are not out and they have like this really cool parasol are you waiting for that too because that's what i'm waiting for Uh, and that'll protect us from the sun chris i know i know it'll protect us uh, all right, so let's get into the news. All right. I want to talk about Universal Studios. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Universal Studios first. Okay. So the new parade, they finally told us when it's coming out. Yes. Ah, uh, finally. Finally. May 17th. That is, oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, so soon. We'll have a link on like on the, the website and stuff, but this parade looks fantastic. I... Oh, well, like of course watching the trailer they're gonna make it look as good as possible but this parade looks insane they're gonna have like a giant dinosaur a 12 meter high transformer which sounds insane on its own that's like five stories high yeah and they're gonna have the hogwarts train yes and like death eaters come out death eaters and wizards and everything and you have the jurassic park and minions yeah, minions Minions looks cute minions. it looks colorful yeah and they're gonna they're using projection mapping along the parade route so this is kind of a big deal it sounds really epic so usj is pulling like they're pulling jabs left and right here like they're they're not taking prisoners no man (laughs) they're not they're not stopping they're like it's not even an anniversary year and we're doing crazy stuff come join us yeah they're they're definitely competing with tokyo disney like without a doubt (laughs) i i want to go see this parade 
Me too. I will I will go to Osaka just to watch this parade. That's it. Like if you just go like, if you want to watch the trailer, we'll we'll have a link on this in the on the website and stuff. But yeah, go watch it. Do yourself a favor, go watch it. It looks ridiculously awesome. <laughs> we gotta go. Yes. We have to go. All right, so uh let's come back. Come back to Tokyo Disney. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um Let's talk about the, the, the 35th stuff quickly. Um, the decorations are all up and going. Man, they have this crazy thing that happens in World Bazaar where, like, stuff... I don't know. I guess there's. I guess they're supposed to do this during the projection mapping, but they did it during the daytime today. Like, a bunch of confetti comes out, and people were freaking out. They're like, ah! <laughs> you go to the YouTube clip to check it out. <laughs> it looks amazing. It looks so crazy and fun. There's, like, confetti yeah. everywhere confetti and uh, and i love the whole red carpet thing that they have in the front of the park yeah that's very cool the decorations are very nice yeah for sure yes they're very colorful like there's just like the whole spectrum of color and everything and the and the little mickey statues everywhere that are a really nice touch they're going to be interactive when the new little pendant mickey pendant thing comes out um the new duffy goods are already out this looks super cute really cute i was there today recording video for it uh for the next video and yeah that stuff is ridiculously cute and they do this um it's only at mcduck's i believe but they have all four duffy and friends on top of the spinning wheel kind of uh uh, do you remember when shelly or not shelly me uh stella Lou lou debuted and at mcduck's she was like doing a ballerina dance and she spun around yeah 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 so they took that out and they put the Duffy and friends there and every few minutes the music goes on. It's like marching band music and Duffy's at the front and the rest of them follow suit and they just go in a circle and it's like this music playing. They have their little parade. Yeah. The, this little mini parade of Duffy and friends. It is ridiculously adorable. And probably my favorite item that I saw was the posable Duffy and friends plushes oh are they doing that now yep interesting um they're only the arms and the tail if the tail is long <laughs> so I, I guess it's only uh gelatoni gelatoni's the only one with the tail or like a tail long enough that would be worth bending around I guess. <laughs> how big are those um they're the smaller ones like like they're not the same size as the as the uh, normal ones that mm. you dress up these are a little bit smaller, but they're pre-dressed. Cool. Like they have they have the the marching band outfits on them. Okay. Ridiculously adorable, and I'm pretty sure that alarm clock is sold out. I There's know a Duffy alarm clock. I couldn't find it. I want if they restock. I want the alarm clock because it does the Duffy drinking song, which <laughs> yeah, is it goes. my life. I was watching a video on YouTube or on uh, Twitter. Someone posted it, and it just goes. D-U-F-F-Y, Duffy, Duffy. Yes. <laughs> it's in Duffy's voice and everything. It's, it's, oh, my God. It's over the top. It really... I, if I have that alarm clock, I need, like, next to my bed, like, I don't know, a flask of whiskey or something so that when I wake up, I can start my day with a Duffy drinking song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. I need that so bad. How much um, was the clock? 
I don't know. Because it wasn't there, so I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't think it was cheap, though. No, it's going to be at least 4000 yeah, 4800 yeah, I'm guessing. Something like that. These items were not cheap. They were not cheap. Right now. Yeah. Um, I guess all this kind of ties into the In the Parks as well. The news. The That's rest true. of the news here. Uh, the It's a Small World uh, is awesome. in testing. Oh, people, so, people are getting into Twitter fights because people are posting pictures and you're not supposed to because it's in testing and it's hilarious. I love I love it when the Disney police comes out and they're so righteous. It's like, who cares? Who cares? But they're like, you shouldn't do that. Naughty, naughty you. I didn't do it, by the way. <laughs> so don't don't send me yeah. email. I did not post <laughs> any pictures from inside. Okay, well, so I couldn't. This is not directed at me, but... I couldn't because um, I never got to ride it yet because I got into line for it and they had the flush line because it they cut off the line and um, I don't know. Like, I don't think it broke down or anything. It's just um, the line got too long. So they just said, like, forget it. <laughs> Sometimes they do that during previews. They'll have like a time during the day when they run it and then they'll just cut it short because it's just like for testing. So maybe they only have the cast members for a certain amount of hours for training yeah it was essentially all like the queue wrapped outside like in front of the in front of the attraction they essentially cut everybody that was outside they just demolished that line and then anyone that was inside the building got got to ride it well we were there we were like we waited like like it said 20 minutes but we waited like at the most 12 minutes Mm. that's not very long though so um, I'm hoping I'll be able to do that tomorrow. By the time this episode comes out, I would have I would have done it. For so, sure. um, but yeah, uh, um, like I said, this kind of ties into in the parks here. Um, today was the last day for Happiness is here. Oh, it, it was sad. I was sad. sad. It's sad, but I, you know what? It had to happen. It's been around for five years, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing for Jubilation. And I love Jubilation, but after five years, we're ready. For something new. Yeah. At Tokyo Disney Resort. I'll admit, I did shed a couple tears because I was like, oh. Because, like, for me, Happiness is Here debuted when I moved to Japan. So, to me, it's kind of like, it It was that parade that was always here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I when I moved here. So, like, it, it it's very special to me. So, it, it, it was nice to be there just to just to say goodbye. Yeah, of course. Kind of thing. So, that, that, that was nice. And I got to watch it twice. <laughs> Yay! I'm Even glad they though, ran it because I was worried because it was really, really windy. Today. It was really windy. Yeah, um, I did notice they cut some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of like the Mad Hatter didn't have his. He didn't pull the 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 big rabbit. Right, um, and the cards were probably not attached to each other. Yeah, they weren't. Right. Yeah. Um, and Mary Poppins, like those cards were not in there, as well. So. But, uh, but for the most part, it, which was good because I didn't, I was worried that they weren't going to do it. Yeah. Cause it was pretty windy. It was, uh, I was worried too, but, uh, I, I, I watched it twice cause I, I have my tactic. So if anyone's listening, I, I think I'm, we've mentioned this many times before, but I'll mention it again, right across from haunted mansion. There's this little pocket that leads from fantasy land or like from the, the toilets, but, of um that are right beside the queen of hearts and then it goes 
then leads into the main parade route that's in front of uh, Haunted Mansion. So there's a little spot right there between the car- not Is it the carousel? No, Dumbo. Between, yeah, it's Dumbo. Yeah, between Dumbo and the toilets, there's a little sliver there that you can sit. I always sit there because you get to watch the parade as the doors open. You get to see it directly. You can take really good pictures there because obviously they're facing you. And then as soon as the parade is done, you get up and you run through, well, quote unquote, run, uh, walk very briskly uh, through <laughs> Fantasyland past It's a Small World and Pooh's Honey Hunt into Toontown. And then if you're quick enough, you'll be able to watch the parade again. Didn't we have this as part of one of our Olympic events for like one of the bonus yeah. episodes? Yeah. Yep. Um, it doesn't work for for electrical parade because electrical parade's too long. <laughs> by true. the time by the time it's done there, it's like half done in Toontown already because <laughs> it's just so long. But uh, for the daytime parades, that you that's usually a pretty good tactic. So that's what I ended up doing. So. I watched it and there was a whole bunch of people around me crying, which didn't help because oh like I was God. holding myself together. Like I'm like, you know, you know, like I was feeling sad. But I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm not crying. I'm fine. <laughs> and then I see over there's like these people start crying and everything. I'm like, no, please don't. No. And then, uh, no, I, I ended up crying too. I was like, Duh. <laughs> um, and then when I, Got So I, I was really happy that I did the tactic I did because I got to Toontown. It was pretty crowded. But by the time the end of the parade got there, Toontown was like the fullest I've ever seen it in my life. There were so many people in Toontown waiting for the last parade floats to go through. And um, there was a part where, uh, you know, the float with the princesses, mm-hmm. uh, Belle, Cinderella and Belle, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. At the very end, all of them turn to each other and they start hugging, which Aww, I thought was really cute. That's so sweet. And then uh, once like Mickey and Minnie, their float went in and like the, the doors closed and everything, everyone started clapping and cheering and everything. It was really nice. Yeah. It was a it was a it was a nice send off. It is. But now I'm ready for dreaming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want this new parade. I'm very excited for that. Hey, guess what? Okay, so I went to the website. Yep. I was spot on, 4,800 yen. Oh, for the Duffy clock. Yeah, and it's still available because it's on the website. So I bet you anything, it's at um, Aunt Peg's only. Because when the numbers get low, they move the merch to like one location. Fair enough. I'll be honest, I I totally forgot that it even existed. Because I was doing all the merchandise and then I left. Oh my gosh. Didn't think of that. I have to go back. <clears throat> we got to go back. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, so what else did you do in the, what else oh, did you do? Um, so I went to, um, the weather's been really good, except for yes. like the past few days where it's been super windy. <laughs> it's been windy. Yeah. Um, but before it got windy, um, my son and I, he was, he was on spring break. It feels like spring break has been going on for like a month, but it's only been like a week and a half. Um, we, he's on spring break, so we took the bikes out to Disney Sea, and we went to go. Uh, we did the Easter egg hunt, and we got our little hat, pin badge thing that you can wear on your head, the hair clip, and um, it was very easy. Um, the map, 
like it's bilingual, but you don't really even need it to be bilingual. So if you don't speak English or Japanese, you can totally still do the Easter egg map. It's all very visual and easy to follow. And um, uh, you pick up your prize. There's, there was like almost no line. And we went to go see Fashionable Easter from the Lido Isle, which is um, where uh, Stella Lou is and the Aqua Pops. So we got to say that and take pictures. I got to send you some pictures. It's on my memory card. And um, we we saw who was on Zambi's side. Uh, was It looks like uh, Panchito and Donald is mainly focused there. Uh, but it was far away, so we weren't paying too much attention. And um, the kiddo really, really liked the show. Uh, he had a good time. And then today we did um, It's a Small World. That was like our main goal. Like he... He's like, I'm meeting my friends after school. I'm like, no, you promised it's a small world. And we went to Disney and we did it's a small world. And I'm like, you know, we can watch happiness is here. It's like the last day. And he's like, no, I don't need to, mommy. And I'm like, fine. So we left. And um, that was it. That's all we did at the parks this week. But I wanted to do more. But I was sick. I was like dead sick. Like yesterday, I wanted, like, I noticed at the end of the day that they were doing the It's a Small World previews, but I'm like, it didn't matter. I couldn't leave the bed. I was literally in bed all day yesterday trying to recover. Like, literally, like, my husband's like, you were in bed for 20 hours. And I'm like, I know, because I was dying. I want to get better. I And I'm still not 100% better. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I don't know what I have. I have, like, some incurable disease right now. It's terrible. But well, that, hopefully, yeah, that was hopefully you get better soon. I hope so, because I've been sick for like weeks now. Yeah, time to get over it. Jeez. Seriously, seriously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else, what else have on? I done? What else what, have what I did done? You do at the parks, Chris. Well, just essentially, happiness is here and recorded the merchandise. But I go back tomorrow to start eating all the. Uh, Fest, the festival food, the celebration with the, food. oh my goodness, I don't, what do I call it? Celebration food, 35th anniversary food, there we go, that's what it's <laughs> called. Having that, and I want to have the, the Donald Duck butt ice cream. Oh, that's uh, cute. They already started it today, actually. I saw that, I saw that after we left, and I'm like, darn it. I was going to do it, but I thought, well, no, because... I'm recording the video. Like when I do the food videos, I usually do them all in one day. Uh-huh. So I thought, well, I don't want to end up spending money twice true. on something. So, I'm, well, what if so it's so thought, good you would do it anyway? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but also the lines were really long. Yeah. So I decided against it. I, was like, I wanted I'll to just... do the crunch thing too. Yeah. The, the, um, you get to customize your chocolate crunch. You get to pick like different types and a special tin with a ribbon and everything. It's really cool. Um, the store looks nice. I didn't go in. I just kind of peeked in because it was really busy. Uh, everybody everybody was in there. Man. You got to go like uh, first thing in the morning or something. It's right next door to restaurant Hokusai in the World Bazaar. I really want to go. I really want to go. If I, if, I, if I can't see the parade, I'm going to probably go. I get out of work at like 7 p.m. I'm probably mm. going to go just to get the cotton candy churro. Yes. I'm going to have, I'm definitely eating that. I'm definitely eating the cotton candy churro. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, f- for people who don't know, we're, we're talking about the Dreaming Up Parade. Um, <coughs> it's, <coughs> it might be <coughs> happening <coughs> tomorrow. <coughs> no, I've um, infected you. <laughs> no, I was just, <coughs> you know. <coughs> Chris, are you okay? 
No, I was making a joke. Uh, <laughs> all right. So enough about in the parks. We will talk more about the 35th anniversary after after we do it all. We'll have a full. We'll we'll do a full episode on it. Don't you worry. We'll cover it. But all. make sure you keep an eye on the website, YouTube channel, that stuff. We'll have everything on there. So keep an eye out. Uh, before we get into our hotel dining, we're gonna, really quick, we're going to plug Kluk, <laughs> which is one of our affiliates, and they offer awesome tickets for a whole bunch of things, activities in both Tokyo, Japan, Osaka, pretty much throughout Japan, and also Hong Kong and Shanghai. They have discount tickets for the Disney parks and also tickets for things like the Robot Restaurant, also Universal Studios Japan, along with the Express Passes, which they make really easy to buy. And just of note, to buy the Park Passes for USJ, they only currently offer it in Japanese online. So Kluk offers it in English, so it makes it super easy. Use them a million times over and never had any issues, so I highly recommend doing that. If you head on over to tdrexplorer.com slash kluke, and that's K-L-O-O-K, it, it's K-Look is essentially what it is. what it is. Um, and if you use our special offer code K-L-K-T-D-R-E-X, you'll get $4 US off your first purchase of $50 US or more. So make sure you go check it out. Again, that's tdrexplorer.com slash kluke. Make sure you use that link so... It helps keep the website running, as they are one of our affiliates. Okay. All right. Uh, Disney Hotel Dining. You so wrote a fun. novel. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> I was looking at this, the notes for this, and I just thought, wow, that's a lot. And I didn't, like, for so for the Disney Dining, we were talking about, like, Disney Dining today at the, hot- at the hotels in particular. Yes. And I wanted to keep it mainly, mainly, mainly to um, course dining in general but also i included buffets so i didn't include the lounges overall i didn't include tiktok diner but we can talk about that briefly as we go from hotel to hotel so uh let's start with ambassador i love this i love this i well like so i know normally when we talk about food we usually just talk about like the cheap food like the snacks and you know, fast or fast dining, like the counter service and maybe mm-hmm. the table service restaurants, but we never really, we've never really talked about the course menus, which are a little bit more, but they're they're so good, they're nice, they're they're good, like they're really good quality, and yeah, you are paying you know a premium for it, but it's definitely worth it. It it really is, especially like you want to get out like of the of the park crowd sometimes, and it's yeah. nice to have like a calm sit down dinner in a nice relaxed environment right so uh it's it's nice it's nice to escape every once in a while and and the course dining at the hotels is one of the ways to do that let's start with ambassador how's that sound let's start with ambassador um ambassador has um actually some they're all the restaurants are really nice but i think the most expensive restaurant to dine at is at ambassador which would be i know it's in the sec it's the second one on the list but we can go we can start with that which is hana um, it's oh, okay. Art Deco style, basically inside with a Japanese influence. You have a lot of really nice curving lines, and it's basically like a really tranquil and uh, serene ambience, according to the website. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've only done lunch here, so I cannot speak for the course menu. But it's supposed to be very, very, very nice. Have Have you Have you eaten here before? 
No, I haven't done Hannah. 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 I was going to say Hannah. Hannah. That sounds like a girl's name. <laughs> Hannah, which means flower in Japanese. Right. Yeah. No, I haven't done. It's, it's on my list. I need to just go. And the lunch menu is very affordable, actually. Oh. Um, but here's kind of like an interesting trivia. So the the website very specifically says it's the only Disney hotel that offers authentic kaiseki and teppanyaki. Uh, well, I guess it specifically ooh. says hotel, but I'm kind of like, ooh, shots fired, Epcot, because Epcot also has teppanyaki, but it's kind of like, I don't know. Like whenever, like whenever we've dined at like, what is the restaurant called in Epcot in Japanland? Because um, they changed it. They Japan because it's Japan, the Japan Pavilion, right? My sister in law's like, this rice doesn't taste like Japanese rice, and I'm like, it's, it tastes fine to me. <laughs> so I don't know. I think there's some kind of like pride thing going on where, yeah, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> So they boast the only authentic kaiseki and teppanyaki um, served at a Disney hotel. Um, so I guess Epcot's not a hotel, though, so it's fine. It's a park. Yeah, a park. fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, it has table service, of course, um, because it is course dining. Um, but they also have buffet in the morning time, only for breakfast. Uh, and breakfast is only buffet. So if yeah. you want breakfast, you have to do buffet. Um, there is um, basically... I have this note for all of them, but any of these restaurants that you go to, there is a kid's menu available. So um, you don't have to worry about that. If you have kids, picky eaters, the the kid's menu is very kid friendly, um, but also looks really nice. So, I mean, it's not like kids friendly, like, you know, like chicken nuggets and stuff like that. But it's like maybe like a nice like steak or something like that. And it's like really nicely presented in a way that kids will be like, oh, it's not fancy food. I can eat it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but it is kind of fancy food. So it's OK. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Empire Grill. Ooh, yes, Empire Grill. And this restaurant's beautiful. Um, it's Art Deco style. Like, so basically all of Ambassador is pretty much Art Deco style. But this is, like, very, very, very Art Deco style. Um, it has, like, this warm wood panels, like, some really lovely brass accents going on there. And um, this this is one of my, I think this is, like, if we have dinner at Ambassador, that's always been our go-to restaurant for dinner it's really really nice good good steak and basically they're like a california cuisine with inspiration from italy and mexico and parts of asia i've never seen the mexican inspiration in it um (laughs) but i mean that must be like i guess sometimes they do it uh i don't know if i see the italian influence either but who knows who knows what's going on there but it's very california ish so um (laughs) ish ish you know um Really, 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 really beautiful. Uh, on the pricey side, so we don't go too often. Um, but what's kind of cool about Ambassador Hotel is that um, they'll have like different events and they've done things where the different restaurants are all giving out pieces to like a dining set so if you ate at empire grill you got like a teapot like a ceramic teapot um and if you went to a different restaurant um you would get like the sugar cube (laughs) holder so you could collect all the pieces to the dining set which was kind of cool and ambassador hotel tends to do um different events like that so you can collect different things as you dine so it's not just like a really nice dinner you get like something on top of it as well sometimes which is kind of cool that's pretty clever to get people to 
Go to other restaurants, too. Right? You have to go to all the restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have this thing, like a spring like dining voyage, where you would go to all the restaurants and you would collect basically like Disney dollars. And by the end of it, you would have enough to pretty much get like a free course menu, which everybody did. So I guess they ended that pretty quickly. <laughs> Whoops. But we did that so much and it was amazing. It was so, so good. <laughs> Um, so that's Empire Grill. Um, have you eaten at Empire Grill before? No, those are like two of the yeah two that I haven't done. Dinner is very nice. Lunch sometimes they'll have like this kind of like dessert special lunch where they'll have like really cute desserts like um, like themed in a certain way like Minnie Mouse or something like that. So that's really cool. Um, this one I know you have been to, and I have not been to. Uh, Chef Mickey. So I want you to tell me about this. Uh, Chef Mickey. Right? You've been there. Yep. For sure. I have never been here. So it's character dining, which is nice. Um, and it's the only character dining at the, the Disney hotels, I believe. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. It's the, only, it's the only one. Yeah, The only other character dining for breakfast um, is at the Crystal Palace mm-hmm. um, at, in, in Disneyland. And then, and then I guess if you want to count the um, Horizon Bay Restaurant at True. Disney Sea, that's the other character dining. Anyway, Chef Mickey, it's a it's a fun restaurant. Like, it's just it's all Art Deco, um, exactly what you would expect for Chef Mickey in an Art Art Deco themed hotel. <laughs> <laughs> um, the The food is great. They have Japanese and Western food. So, like, one side's all Japanese food, one side's all Western food. Um, no complaints there, really. The, I've gone once before and then had a great time and meeting Mickey, Mickey, Donald, Daisy, and Pluto. No, Minnie. Not, not Pluto. Pluto wasn't there, I don't think. Those are really good. The only, I guess, downside or upside, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, breakfast is only for hotel guests. So you have to be staying at the Ambassador Hotel to book breakfast. Yes, absolutely. And so it may, I guess it makes it a little bit easier if you're, like, if you're staying there because the lunch and dinner do fill up because it's for anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's um, a time limit too, right? Yes. So breakfast and lunch, it's 90 minutes. Breakfast is 90 minutes. Lunch. Yeah. No, you're right. Breakfast and lunch. 90 minutes and then dinner is 120 yes so that's quite a that's 120 and 90 that's a difference it's a big difference a big difference yeah um and then uh one thing that i always tell people for the breakfast make sure you book at the very last slot so then that way if you want more time with the characters most people are gonna have left before the 90 minutes is up because bre- like breakfast will end once your time limit is up, I think it's like 9.30, 8.30. I can't oh. remember which. So if you do, like if you just book the last possible time slot, you'll be among some of the few people left at the left in the restaurant because everyone else would have left early to get to get to the park True. for open. So you can get more pictures with Mickey and them. That's what we did. We stuck around and the characters come came to our table a few times, actually. So that was quite nice. That's really smart. Yep. Pro tip. <laughs> and it's actually also in the ebook. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one in the ebook. 
I was cheating. I was I was I was looking at the ebook here. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Where do you want to go next? Where are we traveling to next, Chris? Let's go to Miracosta. I love Miracosta. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um Oh, before we go to Miracosta, should we talk about the other dining options really quick at Ambassador? Oh yeah. So there's the the TikTok diner, which has all the bread. All the bread. Basically carb load. <laughs> Uh, but the the takeout bags are really nice. They're super super. They're really nice takeout bags. They're really, yeah, like you should go there just for the takeout bags because they give you this nice paper takeout bag. Uh, yeah. They they also have deli sandwiches and stuff. So if you want if you want a carb load, that's where you go. And it's like a 1950s diner. They usually have like um, a special bread which tends to sell out. They'll serve it twice during the day, so watch out for when they start selling it. And it's like themed to like whatever's going on at the resort. So like Easter or I guess 35th anniversary right now. And um, it looks really, really cool. Always. And then there's the Hyperion Lounge, which is fun. <laughs> they, they always have like special cocktails and special desserts. Um, I think the dessert right now is Coco themed. It's the guitar. Oh, cool. From yeah. Coco, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah. And they have like strawberry cocktails right now. Uh-huh. Looks so good. We were looking like at the cocktails in the window the other day. We're like, oh, this looks so yummy. Yes. Um, and it's a really beautiful lounge, actually. Yeah, the high ceilings, mm-hmm. the gold trim, or like gold everything, essentially. Yeah, pretty it's just, much. It's a really good. It's a really nice place to go. A really a nice place to unwind. Yeah, and again, escape from those crowds, right? It's a nice little escape. Yeah. All right, let's let's sail on over to Miracosta. All right. And, of course, everything at Miracosta is, like, ocean-themed. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, because Disney Sea. Um, and uh, I guess, should we talk about the, the the main restaurant, right? Like, the their kind of, like, flagship restaurant, I guess, is Oceano, yeah. right? Oceano. Uh, which is, of course, Italian for ocean. Um, there's... <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't figure that out. <laughs> um, and apparently there's three different designs. I, I noticed the shell design because I think it's really really beautiful and um what else is the other one shell and pearl pearl design what's the other one like a basket like it looks like a basket yeah it looks like a big wooden basket doesn't it but like a really beautiful basket like we're saying basket but it's like a really gorgeous basket um just everything about the design of this restaurant is is beautiful really really gorgeous um, yeah. And there's two sides to it. So Oceano is actually um, like two restaurants in one. One side is like a buffet side. And the other side is course dining. And yeah. um, we've done both. Uh, the buffet is really, really good. Um, they always have like a, a chef doing some kind of like specialty dish um, uh, that uh, like on hand, like like most buffets, right? Um, and it, it changes around. It's seasonal. And um, the course dining is, uh, of course, Mediterranean inspired, like Mediterranean harbor, right? Um, and the course dining is, is just really, really, really lovely. We've done um, a normal dinner and we've done the Christmas dinner one year, which is which was fantastic. Like, we'll never forget it. It was just so beautiful and so calm and uh it's it's like a it's a complete like when i say escape from the parks it's like a complete escape from the parks it's such a pleasure to dine there um i love it i love it i i haven't done the course dining but i've definitely done the buffet and i love the buffet it's very good 
I would say it's my favorite buffet buff, buffet out of all of the ones at, at Tokyo Disney Resort. Oh, better than Sherwood Garden? Yeah. <gasps> okay. No, I mean, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, though, for sure. I just, I don't know, I just, I just, I just love Oceano's buffet. I, it's lovely. The, the The food is always really good. Uh, they usually, depending on the season, they'll have like a Duffy-themed dessert table. Oh, sure. Which is always really nice. Uh, the The decor is gorgeous. And also, if you're dining there during a show in the harbor, you get to watch the show from the balcony. Like how, how bloody brilliant is that? It's amazing. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to like stand outside for like an hour or so. You can just go like le- at your leisure, right? Yep. Go and watch Fantasmic in the evening or one of the seasonal shows in the afternoon. Just go and do that. And there you go. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It is. So there's the, the Silk Road Garden. That's right. And we actually um, sampled some of the uh Disney's Easter lunch course there. Yes, we did. Which we should talk about. Um, but first, let's give a really quick overview. So Silk Road, of course, refers to um, the Silk, the famous Silk Road, right? Uh, where people were transporting, transporting goods from east to west. And uh, it says it's a mysterious and exotic environment where east meets west. Um, if you go into the restaurant, you'll notice right away when you walk in, there's this like really gorgeous blue lighting coming from above you um lighting up the ceiling um it's like a very like it is like it is like a very mysterious atmosphere it's it's more intimate than oceano um and the oceano the the course side is is kind of closed off and intimate but i would say silk road is even more so um it has uh some murals showing marco polo's journey from italy to china and it's got like a bunch of like little statues and stuff all around which are really cool what do you think of the the menu here? Because it's kind of interesting because this it says it's authentic Chinese dishes, um, and they specialize in Cantonese dishes. I guess you have to be in the mood for Chinese food. You like, do, you do, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like if you're looking for steak and chicken, this is not the place to go <laughs> for sure. So you really have to be in the mood for that. Uh, but what they do have is, is delicious. It's absolutely delicious. delicious. If you're adventurous in your in your palate. Um, or, you know, you're not afraid to try new things, uh, definitely give Silk Road Garden a, a go because the food is just, it is high dining is what it is. It, it really, it really is high dining. And if you want to have it at a, like a more reasonable price, if you go during the weekdays only, they have like usually like a lunch special, which is like around probably like 2000 or 2500 yen. Um, really, really good price. Um, it's, it's a really quite a large meal, actually. So uh, don't go on and go. Don't go after you eat any snacks, no churros or ice cream or anything, because it's quite filling. Um, and it's really, really, really good. And you get to experience the atmosphere of the restaurant, and it's amazing. Um, we've done other than that. We've done uh, the lunch course dining there before, and we've done the the nighttime. Um, l- recently, we did the Pixar playtime um, dinner course menu, which is really, really great. Um, there's like a lot of really interesting things on the menu. So I, I guess we should jump into like the, the tasting notes for the lunch course. Um, so we tried three different things. We tried the pork fruit salad with mint sauce. 
<laughs> yes, that and, was oh, that was good. And we were kind of freaked out when it said mint on the menu, but it's not like like a overpowering mint. It's like like a really light mint taste, like an accent to it. So don't get freaked yeah, out if you see mint. mint accent. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, it was more of a translation or like lost in translation thing because like in but Japanese, it says it in Japanese too, though. Yeah, like in Japanese, I guess it makes sense. Mint sauce, like uh, mint, like there's not mint really mint. Strong. Yeah, like in Japanese, it doesn't sound that bad, but obviously in English, it's like it sounds like it's gonna be like you know, like mint jelly kind of, <laughs> like that like intense mint flavor. But no, it definitely wasn't that. And you know, it's for Easter, so they they've made it really colorful. Um, so the the pork the, the pork is steamed, and it has like a, the colors of red and green and yellow. These Easter colors, which are like different. Um, like maybe two different types of tomatoes and was it mango? Was the yellow? I believe. I believe so. Yes. And um, so the they had this herb based sauce, which which was what they they said was a mint sauce, but it's more like a really light herb flavor, and it was with jellyfish. Oh yeah, that, that was my first time having jellyfish. I've never had that before. It's so it was, interesting. It was. Good, like surprisingly, it was good, and it was the texture was very like it was, it wasn't chewy, it was almost but, like aloe in a way, yeah, or like cactus. Have you had cactus before? It's kind of like that. No, I've never, like, I've never had anything like that before, so it's really hard for me to, to describe. It's like it was chewy, but it was also crunchy at the same time. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. That's kind of how the, the, the jellyfish was. And this is, I think, the second time that we've had jellyfish at that restaurant. And this time was more on the savory side. But the first time we had it was more on the sweet side. So I guess jellyfish is um, like uh, like one of those foods that's more on the flavorless side. And it depends on the flavor that they add to it. So it was really interesting to try like the two different sides to it. Sweet and savory. Yeah. You know? So that was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they had, okay, because it's Easter, a quail egg with radish ears. <laughs> that was funny. So cute. And like it was small, too, because, you know, quail eggs are small. Yeah. So the little radish ears were even smaller. They're like little baby ears. Little baby rabbit ears, <laughs> bunny ears. Very cute. Amazing, you guys. Um, the other thing that we had was, um, which is, I guess, like one of the main courses it was stir-fried chicken and seasonal vegetables with a green pea sauce and green peas are very seasonal in japan for springtime oh that was like it was that was very fresh it was yeah it the whole the whole the whole dish was just like fresh and it just it felt like spring (laughs) it did it really did it was just and it was light yeah very light fresh and and light it was just it just, oh, it was delicious is what it was. And there was like this little, like a puree, like a, a green pea puree sauce that you could put on the vegetables. So like, it, it's kind of like also this mixing and matching and you can put the flavors as it suits you um, with, with the dish, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. Being able to add your own or like as little or as much as you'd like. Yeah. And in this case, like it's really simple is best, right? Yeah, I agree. Oh, that was really and, great. And then there was the the seasonal almond jelly. Yes. The edible flower. 
Which is so interesting. So the edible flower was, it's called um, kinmokse, which is like this, uh, like a yellow flower with like a really strong like scent in Japan. But I've never thought of eating it as food. But apparently in Asia, it's like maybe in China, it's something that's common. You can eat it. So I did not know you could eat it as a jelly, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I've never had it before either. So that 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 whole dessert was just a new experience for me, for my palate. It the, was really I, lovely. I loved the almond jelly. That was really tasty. Yes, it was just light and lovely. There was fresh fruits. They had lychee and strawberry and pineapple. <gasps> okay, and Chris, I know you and I were both raving over this. The sakura jelly. Yes, the sakura jelly on it was perfect that's actually all i want i would be happy with just the sakura jelly to be honest it was so so good and there was just like just a little bit on it like uh, just a little bit on the plate there wasn't too much exactly it was a tight it was like an accent (laughs) yeah Um, that was definitely not the main part of the dessert but it was there we kind of wish it was uh, there was um, some lychee in there. There was a 35th anniversary decoration and a little... We weren't sure what it was, but they told us it was an Easter egg, like a chocolate egg. A white chocolate egg. Oh, yeah. It didn't look like an egg, but we hey, We were whatever. trying to figure it out, but like I guess inside the shape, because it was like an oval shape, and inside that was supposed to be the egg, so... Fair enough. And then like even the stuff that's not like spring spring themed food they had like spring in the name so for example one of the dishes was uh, stir fried rice and shrimp with colza blossoms and sakura or cherry blossom shrimp so even in the name they try to incorporate spring into it which is kind of cool one of the good things about silk road garden is that it's very easy to get a reservation um, because it's a little bit off to the side. I don't think people know that it's there as much as Oceano or Bella Vista Lounge. Because it's kind of hidden away. So a lot of the times you can just walk up and get a reservation. Oh, that's good. Right? That's good to know. <laughs> and what people also don't know, because it's a little bit tucked in as well, um, you can also watch the show uh, from the same area that the Miracosta, the Oceano people watch the show from if you order a course menu, either lunch or dinner. So, secrets. Another, another pro tip. Pro tip, yo. And then there's the Bella Vista Lounge. Okay, and what does the name mean, Chris? Beautiful view. That's right. In Italian. In Italian. <laughs> Bella Vista. Um, the decor in here is very sunny. It has relaxing colors. It's bright and, um, again, relaxing because all of these places are very relaxing. And, of course, like the name says, you have a very beautiful view of the harbor with these big windows uh, where you can see everything that's going on. You can see the movement. You can see the lights at night. You can see the sun during the day. And um, it's just a lot of fun. It's like you get a show with your meal, right? Just people watching or show watching, right? Um, it's such a it's such a gorgeous lounge. I love it. It's super cool. The hours are kind of weird. Um, like you know what I mean. Like if you go to the other lounges, like you can have tea time at almost any time during the day, but the tea time is like very specifically from two thirty to five p.m. So don't miss that window if you want to have tea time. Uh, 
there is course menus, which usually you don't get in the lounges as well. So it's kind of like an interesting, almost like a mixed use space. Um, at night, they have the light meal time. Uh, they might have like a, a light pasta or I know light pasta, right? Or, um, <laughs> <laughs> or, or cocktails or a salad or like little, um, little things to have with your drinks. So um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. And then breakfast is buffet. So it's like a, a mix of all the different restaurant experiences in one. Yeah. Right? Which is kind of a really interesting point of Bella Vista Lounge. Um, and lunch and dinner are limited to 120 minutes because of those shows. They don't want people staying there for like hours, right? So watch out for that. And same as the other restaurants, there's a kid's menu as well. And one of my son's favorite things, if you have kids, um, to try out is the non-alcohol cocktails. They have one called, I think it's called the Figaro and Cleo. And it's in a little fish bowl. And it has like little um, tapioca pearls, but they're like colorful. And it's like a really, really lovely drink. And when my son was growing up, it was one of his favorite things in the world. So if you have kids and you're dining at Bella Vista Lounge, check it out because it's so, so, so cute. That's a good tip. He loved it. He still loves it to this day. <laughs> All right. So that is um, your Costa. Now we head on over to Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. And Tokyo Disneyland Hotel it seems like there's less restaurants, uh-huh. but they used to have more going on. So that's kind of like an interesting case. So, um, of course, like their, their kind of like flagship restaurant would be Kana. And um, like Kana, at first, I was like a little turned off by it because it seems like very um, dark inside. And if you notice the other restaurants, there's a little bit of color and brightness. Uh, so Kana is like a very sophisticated like a contemporary design with reds like these you see these red kind of like lily shaped flowers everywhere and when you go inside there's like this lighting effect which ripples when you walk in which is really cool um but even though the decor is a bit darker and like more adult the menu is really colorful and bright and how to say like very like natural which is such an interesting contrast to the design of the actual restaurant um what do you think of kana it looks like a very upscale like lounge like at first glance right yeah yeah i feel like in a way like it's almost like like in a shocking contrast to the rest of the design of the hotel which is so bright and airy right yeah, it, it seems very exclusive. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kinda, so strange. It kind of gives that that vibe. That's the vibe that it kind of gives off, I, I feel, anyway. The menu is really, really unique, I feel, compared to the other restaurants at the different hotels. It's it's really, like, I think it, there's, like, a really heavy focus on nature, a really heavy focus on freshness and health, and um, it's it's... Like, I think one of the most interesting course menus at the resort. I haven't done it yet, so I, I, I need to put that on the list. You got to check it out and um, check out the bar. They have like this really cute, um, I don't know if they have this cocktail anymore, but they used to have like a Tinkerbell cocktail, which would sparkle <laughs> as you drank it, which is really cute and pretty. And um, they had, maybe it was a seasonal thing. They had one with these really pretty flowers floating inside. Um, it's just the menu there, like whether it's the bar or whether it's the course menu, it's just really lovely to look at and to taste. So don't get, don't get freaked out by like that sophisticated atmosphere. It's, it's just a really, really 
lovely experience. So check it out as well. And what else is there? Sherwood Garden. So Sherwood Garden. This is my favorite buffet. Which, but I can understand. Like they're they're so they're so different, and like I feel like Sherwood kind of focuses as well on kind of like that natural. You know what I mean? Like natural, like dining and freshness too. And Oceano is like a little bit more like sophisticated, like uh, like a little more sophistication to the menu, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the cool things about Sherwood is that they have like, so for the kids doing the buffet, they have like a little lowered counter so the kids can have easy access to the food, which is kind of cute. Um there's uh, the Victorian Garden, which is visible from the windows, which is nice. It's airy. Um, you have um, a lot, a lot of variety in the dishes. Again, there's like a kind of like emphasis on freshness and natural. Um, and like, like Oceano, there's a chef that's uh, there to serve guests the specialty of the day, which of course changes um, seasonally. And uh, there's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I believe. And uh, for the kids, there's little Mickey Mouse plates, which you can order off of. And one thing that's really interesting, that was really interesting about Sherwood Garden, is that it used to have a cafe attached to it. Do you remember the cafe? No, I don't. This was one of my favorite places, and they closed it after the earthquake, which made me so sad. There was a cafe with little mini cakes, kind of like how TikTok Diner used to have those little the little cakes in the behind the little glass bar. Um, I think they changed that though. I don't think they offer those anymore. But there was like little seasonal cakes and they were adorable and they had coffee and they had like a little kids lunch that you could order. And on a rainy day, it was like the perfect escape. You could just go there and escape from the parks and have lunch there. And it was like not too, too crowded. And it was amazing, but they closed it and they expanded the buffet restaurant. So I, which was so sad for me, but I thought that was kind of interesting that they used to have that little cafe area there, but I guess it was a little bit redundant with the lounge, right? Yeah, that's true. So I think that's probably why they did away with it, but I used to love that space. I thought it was amazing. Um, One of the things that's also there, which we don't have on the list, but of course the Dreamers Lounge. Oh yeah. Which we love it. I love it. We go there, like probably one of the places that that I think both you and I go there the most probably, right? Yeah, I I, I, I just love the Dreamers Lodge. <laughs> Absolutely. They have an amazing tea time, which is a must-do, no matter what the season is. Um, seasonal desserts, cocktails, um, light lunches. Um, a lot of these places, um, like TikTok Diner and um, the lounges, like uh, the Dreamers Lounge and Hyperion Lounge? Yes. They have like emisara dishes, which are kind of like a special kind of like a little like a gourmet dish that you can order, which is like limited in number. I think there's like 20 a day or something like that. And those are usually really, really good. So check those out if you're there. But um, yeah, Dreamers Lounge. I mean, we probably talk about it way too much. So we we didn't have it like on the actual list because it's not like coarse dining. But um, yeah, it's amazing. It is. It really is. It really is. So that's that's it for hotel dining. There's a lot there's a lot to do. There's a lot places to eat outside the parks. There is. And if you guys are saying, "Hey, what about Celebration Hotel?" They do not have restaurants. So we cannot include them. Okay? <laughs> well, they have a breakfast buffet, but that's it. That's it. So, but we but were focusing on That doesn't really count. Exactly, exactly. In my opinion. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love that. I just oh, I need 
I need to make a, an effort to go and eat at all the restaurants again. So I want to go to Chef but, Mickey's. Yes, go do it. There was one day where we were so close and they actually had a walk-up slot, but it conflicted with what we wanted to do during the day. And we're like, well, we can't do it. We got to go. So we, we didn't do it. But I, I wish we had because like, it's so hard to get a reservation there. Yeah, it's very popular. So And so adorable. Reserve it. Reserve it. 30 days, right? At the 30 day mark. Do it. Make sure you get, you get a reservation. <laughs> so. All right. So that's hotel dining. Now we're going to quickly move on to our listener question. All right. Hello, Trish and Chris. I'm a fan of the podcast. and I really enjoy hearing your one day strategies for exploring the parks. I travel to Tokyo for business. And I try to fit a visit for Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo to see when I can, but sometimes I can't spend a full day at the park. What are your best tips and tricks to get the most out of an evening in the parks with the starlight or after six ticket option, dining, evening character greetings, evening standby wait times, fast pass availability. Thank you so much, Fabian. Uh, we got to divide it. You, Which park are we talking about first? I can do Disney Sea. You can do Disneyland. How's that sound? Okay, sounds good. So yeah, the Starlight after six passports. Just for anyone that doesn't know, those are the cheaper tickets that allow you allow you to go into the park after a certain time. So the after six is clearly after six p.m. That's on weekdays, weekdays only, excluding holidays. And then the Starlight starts at three p.m. and that's for weekends and holidays. Um. So what to do? What to do? Uh, for fast pass availability, most fast passes are going to be gone. Um, there might be Finding Nemo left, but I doubt it. Um, don't count on there being fast passes for uh, Tower of Terror or definitely not Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> um, or Journey to the Center of the Earth. So depending on when you're going... Um, you're going to just have to check the wait times. Uh, the wait times usually drop off near the end of the night. And especially if the weather is not favorable, people leave early. So it, yeah, it, it, it really depends on, on the time of year, how busy it is, how the weather is. Uh, so a, a little tough, but um, you could easily do Sinbad storybook voyage. Cause that one almost never has a wait. That one's always really nice. Uh, then you can also do Single Rider for Indiana Jones and Raging Spirits. So very minimal wait time there. Um, and then uh, as for character greetings, uh, we have the character greeting trails in the uh, Lost River Delta. And I believe those are open right close to park closing. I think they close like 15 minutes before the park closes or something like that. Uh, so that's a really good option if you want to do some character greetings. Uh, there won't be any characters wandering around. Uh, that's only during the day. And as for like shows, uh, you'll have Fantasmic to choose from, and that's pretty much it. Uh, the last Big Band Beat show, I, I believe, is at 5.30 or 6 or something like that. So it's pretty early in the evening. So it kind of depends on that, too. Uh, but you can try the try the lottery uh, for Big Band Beat, if you're if you're there early enough, like if you're there for the Starlight Passport, you can try uh, try the the lottery for Big Band Beat. Uh, and as for dining, 
go to the go to the uh, Roosevelt Lounge. Yes. Go to the Roosevelt Lounge. Very easy. Um, and then for all like the the counter service restaurants, you can just kind of pick and choose what you want to do there. But definitely do the 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 the, the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. All right, that that was enough for Disney Sea. What about Disneyland? Okay, Disneyland, Electrical Parade. No matter what, do Electrical Parade. Um, for dining, okay, this is connected to character greeting. For dining, right before the fireworks hit, go to the waffle, the chicken and waffle restaurant. Okay, um, first of all, there's probably not a lot of lines because a lot of people don't even know that the restaurant is there because it's tucked away. Second of all, right after those fireworks finish. Um, that whole area is closed off during fireworks, so there's nobody there. You can do the character greeting that's attached to the restaurant, and you have, like, almost no wait. And, okay, then attractions. Adventureland is empty, always at the end of the night. So do Adventureland. You can do a lot of the Fantasyland rides. Like, you can do um, probably uh, all the dark rides. You might be able to catch, depending on the time of year, Winnie the Pooh might have a very low weight, depending on if it's winter or kids are back in school. Um, Monsters, Inc. is a little tough, so maybe not. Um, Star Tours has very, very low weights. So you could actually probably fit in a good amount of attractions if you're fast. But no matter what, do the Electrical Parade. It's my number one. And you'll feel like you got your tickets worth, I, I think. I agree 100% on that one. And on your way to Electrical Parade, <laughs> grab a snack, like Mickey Waffles or something. Or yeah. cotton candy churros. Multitask, yeah, cotton, guys, multitask. Oh yes, cotton candy churro, yes. <laughs> Got to do that. All right, so thank you so much for that, Fabian, and hopefully uh, that's that's useful. All right, real quick, park tip. Okay, so uh, we were talking about hotel dining, and this is like something that I really love. We haven't been doing it in a long time, but we used to always do it at um, at the restaurants, at the course dining restaurants. You can order like an anniversary set, which has like a Mickey shaped cake, and you get like a like a memorial photo, and you get like um, different presents. So we've gotten like a Miracosta kaleidoscope, and we've gotten this really cool like uh, an hourglass, like a like a literal hourglass, which looks really. It's like a very nice hourglass. It's not like you know a plastic hourglass. It's like metal. You could you could probably like kill someone with it. You know if you hit them harder you're not supposed to use it for that and um pens all kinds of cool stuff so um anniversary uh special cake set uh order in advance as soon as you have your reservation because numbers are limited um per day and they do run out if you don't order it especially if you have a birthday in a popular month like mine everybody is born in september um order it early okay that's my tip of the week perfect i'm gonna have to do that next time Yes. Yeah, you should. It's so cool. All right. So before we go, we have to say thank you to some Patreon subscribers. Um, I'll go first. Okay. How's that sound? All right. Sounds good. All right. So big thank you to Bryson, Michael, Timothy, Carrie, Lewis, Lee, Benjamin, Sophie, and Mama Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to Diana, Holly, Marie, Leanne, Kathy, Thank you to JP and Jane and Angela and Darren and Alex and Claudia and Acros Disney Girl. Love you, girl. And Clarie and Sarah and Amy and David and Alyssa. Yay. Thank you to all of you. You're amazing. And thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate anything. So it's incredible. Thank you. All right. So 
That's it. That's it for the show. Yay. Yay. <laughs> all right. So make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, all that fun stuff. And if you haven't subscribed to us yet, make sure you do so you don't miss a single episode. Just So just hit that subscribe button in your app. Just hit subscribe. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know someone planning a trip to this part of the world, we'll help them out. And you can find pretty much everything we talked about here on our website, tdrexplorer.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm going to be stuffing my face with uh, some Cotton Candy Churros very soon. (laughs) And joining as always... Is the beautiful Patricia. Hi, I'm Trish. I'm the one that, for some reason this week, has had a stuffed Shelly Mae and Minnie dressed as a chick in my purse. And I don't even know why. I entertain <laughs> children on the bus with them. Like, this, the Shelly Mae is like a little bunny, a pink bunny. And the kids laugh. And I'm like, and then I laugh. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Um, and I'm going to be looking for cotton candy churros this week. Um, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And keep exploring, you guys. Let's have a happy anniversary. Bye.